Hey everyone, it's Jeremy. I am here to talk to you about this episode. This was recorded live at the uh, Duckstream event. Um, so the audio quality is a, probably not up to what you usually expect from a duck feed podcast, even when it's just me editing and not Cole. So uh, this is pulled directly from the Skype call and my local audio. And uh, we were streaming this out onto the internet to raise money for um, the charity Transactive. Um, and if you've, if you've listened to Duckstream or watched Duckstream, you know what all of that is about. So uh, I just wanted to give you a heads up that the audio is not to its usual quality. There's also some, some kind of lag and delays. And uh, I didn't do my usual editing with all of the uh, you know cuts from the, the show or the movie or, or whatever, because it's just not worth it, to be honest with you. Um, also, uh, you're about to hear a, a little intro that Gary did. Um, he, he made this thing based on the clips that I gave him from the movie. Uh, it was at like... I don't know, like one in the afternoon, and he had been upstreaming for probably 16 hours at that point. You can watch that video over on the YouTube. I'll put a link to that in the chat. Uh, so he, uh, it's kind of interesting to watch him actually put that stuff together. I had never seen him do it, so uh, I just I had no idea how it was done. So it was kind of cool to, to be able to watch that. I might be the only person interested in that, though. Who knows? Uh, also, final thing, I promise, and then I will let you get into the episode. Uh, the track at the end of this is a uh, cover of the X-Men animated series theme song. It is by a band called the Little Big Bangs. They're listeners of the show, or at least one of them are, is a listener of the show, and they wrote in and they said um, some nice things about us, which was very nice, and then uh, also sent us the song. And I asked them if we could use it in an episode, and they said yes. So I'm putting it at the end of this episode. I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well, so you can go check it out and possibly spend some money. They are apparently selling cassette versions of this, because that's what bands do nowadays. Um, oh, yeah. One last last thing, I promise. Uh, I forgot to hit record as soon as we started, so it's going to sound like we just basically started in the at the very, very beginning of the episode. No content is missing, however. It's just, I think, the introduction, mostly most of all. So this is me, Gary, Nick, and Brayton, all talking about X-Men Origins Wolverine. Thanks, everybody. What? We were talking about X-Men Origins Wolverine, which is not to be confused by a later movie they titled The Wolverine, but this is actually the origin of Wolverine. So we get to go to Canada, y'all. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's, it, in general, I like going to Canada more than Japan with Wolverine. Oh yeah, absolutely. He doesn't go to, to go to Japan and scream Heather into the to the wilderness. So I'm all for Canada. <laughs> has yeah. he has he like made a trip to Spain or anything? Like, <laughs> yeah. Wolverine Spain, Wolverine but... goes to Ibiza all the time, Brayton. You didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the bubbles, bub. (laughs) Um, So we're going to go through it for people who are just tuning in a duck stream who don't listen to Days of Future Cast. um, That what is uh, Days of Future Cast? Jeremy, explain Days of Future Cast. Um, It is a excuse for us to make a bunch of sexual jokes about the X Men um, and pretend that we're talking about the X Men animated series from the early '90s. And uh, in between the seasons of that animated series, we cover. Movies, and I think we've only ever covered movies so far. So this is we've done X Men one, two, and three. This is the next one in the series, and uh, we're slowly but surely working our way through the entire canon of the uh, X Men cinematic universe, the XMCU, if you will. 
<laughs> we we are uh, coming up. We we are rounding out season four of the cartoon. Um, so we are almost out of the cartoon. But we have lots of movies left. Yeah, um, we also did Logan and the Generation X TV movie. That's true. Uh, tomorrow, if uh, if you're if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get access to that that sweet sweet early feed. You can listen to the Christmas episode. And uh, oh, I don't, if you guys have been waiting for Gary to talk about Table Boy, you guys should definitely check out the episode because it's way better than I ever thought it would be. So, I, I'm not a religious man, and Christmas doesn't mean a whole lot to me as somebody without a family. It is a Christmas miracle. That episode. <laughs> like, it is um, not that episode of our show. That episode of the cartoon. Like, yeah, it is a uh, boy. It makes me feel like I am at the manger. Like ground zero <laughs> for for the Jesus bomb that exploded in everyone's hearts. Like it is, it is incredible. It's it's truly something, and and not to like burn that cast, but man, there's just there's so many weird things that happen. There's an anime sewer baby that Jubilee bonds with. Like that's that seems like it's out of yeah. context enough to to just maybe get people's attention. But literally, an anime sewer baby. Like I don't I don't know what the hell they were thinking with this show. It's also the primary plot is Wolverine trying to stop Morlocks from getting medicine. He is the Grinch that stole Sewer Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> they're trying to uh, when they were just trying to eat food off of the sewer floor, and uh, Wolverine ain't having it. Um, it is so good for Wolverine. Wolverine is weirdly, I think, the through line through good characters of the show between having the most movies. And being kind of the all-star of the cartoon, uh, especially lately. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's the as we get it more into it, they they lean on the voice actor for Wolverine more than they do anybody else, and it's it actually works for the show really well. So yeah, that is a so that is the kind of mix of ironic appreciation and regular appreciation you can get on the regular show, and you will get for the next ninety minutes or so as we talk about uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, um, which. Did you know, Jeremy, that this was written by like one of the Game of Thrones guys? This is like written by uh, David Benioff. Are you serious? Yeah, there, like that David Benioff. There, but there's no incest. What are you talking about? Wait, is there? <laughs> is there? Is there wait, I'm trying. Well, maybe he's actually related <laughs> to that to that chick that he he he. Well, they, of course they don't have sex in the show. Like it's implied sex that they have after he kind of cuts her a little bit. So I don't know. It's weird. I did not know that. <laughs> I'd be very sure if she was religious because I think that it's implied that it's supposed to be Frost's sister. Or not religious, uh, related. Um, the, uh, it's the same, same difference. The um, you know, author's a trivia bit. So the, the way this movie opens is very similar based to the, uh, the, car, the comic book Wolverine Origins um, or Origin. And David Benioff says that's his favorite comic. And have you read that? I have. It's it's absolutely terrible. I hate it so much. Extremely <laughs> dumb. Like I hate it so much. Like it's like six issues of like what if Wolverine was a sick kid? Yep. And we we talk a lot about how lame it is when Wolverine loses his powers or when he like doesn't you know do anything. Like he's just you know because he keeps going off to different cultures to do their do their their chores. And but it's like it's the they just keep pulling him back. Like what if he wasn't? Not only was he not doing cool shit. He was also a little kid, but didn't not like no no not like X twenty three like there's little kid Wolverine can work. What if he's real sick? <laughs> he's yeah. for most of the comic. 
And has like, like an abusive. What if he's the yeah. worst kid from the It movie, right? Like that's what that's what that that, that whole comic book series is. He's the he's the kid that gets eaten at the very beginning of uh, the It movie. Yeah, Georgie, Georgerine, the uh, <laughs> Georgerine. Um, <laughs> like, um, so this uh, this starts off with that. Um, there's a little kid who's sick in bed, and there's like little baby Wolverine and little baby Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. And and Victor is immediately kind of shitty to Wolverine, like with no reason that I can kind of tell, right? Like he's just he's just like like you're so sick and you suck, and I'm like, wait, what? What what history is there? <laughs> what what is going on? Like it's just like what if there is one kid who will murder another kid, and that's like how the movie <laughs> begins. Like I will slit this kid's throat. Why? Because he's sick, and I don't like it. And that's like the extent of it. Like. um I was very very surprised. It's, um, it's not great. And then the dad, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not super great. The dad comes in who's not abusive in the in the movie. Um, comes in like hugs little Wolverine, and then there's a disturbance downstairs. He goes downstairs, and uh oh, here's a a, a daddy wolf like a dad Wolverine like Grandpa Wolverine. This is a team wolf. Pay to butterfly, and we get to see the entire thing. I um I had a moment here. I don't know if this happened to you that I thought that uh the first dad Wolverine, uh fake Wolverine dad was actually just Hugh Jackman all CGI'd up and it was like really confusing for a little bit, but I, I don't I guess it's not, but it really looked like him for me for a second. It, it's before you realize uh how bad the CG is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Cuz oof, oof. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chat skipped ahead of it. Already talked about a CGI specific. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get there. It's uh, it's extremely extremely rough. Um, I I I don't like any of this. um, (laughs) (laughs) So like, little kid Wolverine goes into a rage, uh, pops his little bone claws, kills Sticky Dad. (laughs) That sounds like something you should be able to get arrested for is popping little bone claws. Yeah, you shouldn't pop little bone claws. And Santa Claus is like degenerate brother. The um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you uh so he kills kills his dad little baby sabertooth comes out and says that wasn't your real dad um and then credits i think is, is yeah, yeah. i remember does that come with your memory absolutely <laughs> I, think that's yeah. Right, yeah. I, I see we ate the same pot brownies that night there's just immediately credits yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i just i feel much like uh jeremy's wife uh that i have already checked out of this movie <laughs> it's and and about pop brownies, like I am not a big stoner, but I don't understand how anyone watches this like sober and pay attention. <laughs> oh, I have like, no idea. Yeah, it it would be it would be extreme. absolutely impossible because like Wolverine, like after he kills his own dad and gets like gives his mom a shitty look for it, which I thought was really rude of him, Wolverine yeah. because like what? How does this dude know anything about like adultery or anything like that? Like he's he's like six. <laughs> But then, like, Victor yeah, guilt trips him into dog. running away, and then the village calls dogs on him, Gary. Like, they just call the dogs on yeah. these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Who called the dogs? Dogs <laughs> and the, uh, It's amazing how many poor things, you know, happen to this poor kid in this movie, including fighting in every single war that's ever been <laughs> over the credits. <laughs> This this sequence is so like you could tell like somebody was like a, a screenwriter somewhere was just jerking off about this sequence because they were so happy and proud of it. It's like it's kind of like it's kind of good if it wasn't like why does this keep happening like why is he enlisting for every single war 
including wars like that, like non wars where he lives. Like he's <laughs> yeah. fucking Canadian, man. Yeah? He doesn't like. like <laughs> I'm assuming that Canada fought a war in the, somewhere in the last 200 years, right? Like they, they but he, he's I'm only ever old. fighting for the U.S. It's weird. <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's all it's like history of war thing about him and Sabretooth being buddies, uh, and we we should say um, this is they changed Sabretooth. He's like Taylor Maine or something like that in the first one, but in this one it's um, Liv Shriver, and he's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elite Shriver, um, I think it's really good casting of this. Um, he had to bulk up. They were going to have him wear a bodysuit, but he felt emasculated, so he asked for three months to train. <laughs> and he ate so much chicken, he called his training regimen Chicken Genocide. Uh, wow. <laughs> it was his protein superload. That's a lot of chicken to oh, eat. Okay. Like, I mean, I've never genocided a food group before, but I'm like, go, go, go <laughs> live Shriver, I guess. <laughs> how many chickens do you think you've eaten? Like, in, in entirety. Like, how many chickens are you responsible for the death of? Oh, think? God. Like, this year? Or, like... <laughs> what are we talking about i don't know um I, i'll say like let's say ten thousand chickens i may be responsible for i mean i love like, chicken like, tenders like, and i'm assuming that they, they just kill all of the chicken to produce one tender at a time so. <laughs> they just put the whole thing in a mold yeah. it's called the tender because every chicken only has one yeah. Yeah. Exactly. it's a tender juicy bit yeah yep yep it's the secret sauce. And then you just throw the rest yeah of you throw it all out <laughs> Save that tender. What chickens can live? Yeah, you can get <laughs> one chicken can produce one chicken tender and twenty chicken nuggets from McDonald's. That's that's the ratio. <laughs> Each nugget also comes from an individual chicken uh, tender. So it is a whole crafting tech tree as you kind of go up and refine your chickens into the ultimate form, aka the nugget. <laughs> Would you say that the uh, chicken nugget is the secondary mutation of the chicken tender? <laughs> <laughs> Charles, what's happening? I, think it's more like- I I hate this um I hate this this sequence too in the credits where they're they're going through all the wars because this is where they also uh have learned a move and they call out their move when they do it and their move it, it isn't like a like a fastball special or anything like that like it's not an X Men move it's just literally the thing you see in any kind of action movie and they call it out as back to back as it's as if it's important to, and i'm like oh, really? <laughs> it's not, you can't even call it like claws out or anything like what are you doing <laughs> this is the porcupine maneuver <laughs> exactly um, the, the sequence ends with them getting shot in a firing squad uh because sabertooth is like going too far and going mm-hmm. to um and then we get to modern times where they work with Weapon X. And we got to talk about this cast of like Weapon X. Because like, you and I are suckers for cameos. And this movie has them, but it's like a monkey's paw wish thing. Because none of them are good. <laughs> yeah, does, you mean it's, it's yeah. like an X-Men movie where you all want all the cameos to be good, but it's not. They, they, they mess yeah. them up in some way. Now, again, I haven't watched this movie, but let me get like see if I can remember from the previews. Was it... It was uh, Sabretooth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, good job. Gunhaver. <laughs> <laughs> gun Will I am as yeah. Gunhaver? Well, no, it's actually not. There's another Gunhaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gun two Gunhavers. Gun yeah. Gunhaver gun Jr. Um, it's uh, not Agent. Agent, Agent Zero. Yeah, you're right. That is Gunhaver. Gunhaver Prime. And then Will I am is Gunhaver Second. <laughs> um, and then Blob. Oh yeah, he's okay. um, not very blobby when he first. No, he's a, he's just like a, a strong guy. Yeah, he gets a little blobbed up later on. But... Man, is like like that is some bad. Blob. Like <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. 
And I'm like, it looks like nothing but trouble. The, the movie. Um, uh, I'm going to turn this up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we got, um, we got that crew. They're in a helicopter. They're going down to somewhere. Like, a, like, do you know where they're going? It's like an African village. And then they go to like a warlord's mansion. Yeah, right. n- none of this makes sense at all because, like, it's just you know what this reminds me of is like the beginning of a, a real, real shitty version of the raid, it's where instead mm-hmm. of like crazy cool martial arts, we get like you know Deadpool cracking jokes in the elevator. Which, I mean, speaking of Deadpool, like this is probably like the first part of this movie paves the way for the modern day Deadpool movie in a way that I was not expecting at all. Like Ryan Reynolds was just playing this character ten years ago. I had no idea. It, it's amazing. It's really kind of sad because he's always wanted to play that character. That's Ryan Reynolds' thing. He found out this was happening. Deadpool was going to be in it, so he lobbied to get it. And then this is what they did. So the beginning part of it, where he's just acting like a kind of smartass, like it's the same character. He does it pretty much the same way he does in the modern Deadpool movie. And then they do to him what they're going to do to him, which we'll, we'll talk about. But it's uh, it's, it's not good, uh, and it is sad for Ryan Reynolds, kind of. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> but the, the big takeaway here as they go through, so they, everyone does a power sequence uh, kind of thing. Like the blob puts his hand in a tank thing and Sabretooth climbs up a wall in a real like, like wire foo kind of way. Um, but then when Deadpool, this is the part when we were off mic, you were telling us that uh, Autumn checked out when he came into it and did this sword swirling <laughs> thing in the boardroom. Oof, oof. This is this is it's like so just dumb. not how anything works ever. Like I, I don't like he just like I don't know what he like is he a fire twirler or something? Like is he a circus performer? Is that what he's doing here? It doesn't and and it deflects bullets and it's like every single person on this team could have done what you just did, took out like a guy full of guns. You're a room full of guns. Or a guy full of guns, which is <laughs> gun haver. Yeah, gun haver. Gun haver in general. The secondary mutation is a shotgun full a guy full of shotguns. Yeah, my secondary mutation is I swallowed a thirty-eight. The um, but he, anybody could have done this. He does it. The CGI looks really bad. Like you know, the, the action is extremely bad. All of this is to go to that guy to get the meteorite paperweight he has that he doesn't care about. Which like, send him an email and say like, hey, I'll buy that paperweight for forty dollars, and like he'd probably <laughs> do it. Two, that's adamantium. Three, it came from fucking space. Yeah, like, why is adamantium from space? like i mean like they're in africa like they obviously know a little bit about like where adamantium comes from in the comic books so like why are they fucking around with a meteorite or something like it doesn't i don't i don't get it and then like they get that very small bit of adamantium and i guess they just stretch that shit super thin and to wrap it around like wolverine's bones or whatever because my my dude like there is not a lot of it. it's like a handful of adamantium it's that's not a lot it goes on so many skeletons, and if you're if you're going to be in in Africa and you need a super strong indestructible metal, I can think of one uh, that's associated with that country. <laughs> that's not adamantium. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, also, not from space. It's so dumb. So, like every time in the movies, Wolverine's walking around, he has space metal on his bones. Man, it's like the the color out of space. It is super weird. Like a haunted meteorite came and gave him his adamantium skeleton. Yeah, this is this is this is super dumb. Uh, I. Who is the? Uh, I, I think I know who the answer to this, but I, I kind of stopped reading comics in the late '90s because everybody stopped reading comics in the late '90s. I think, but like, who is the Gunhaver dude? Like, what is where is he from? 
Because as far as I can tell, like there's a moment later where he just literally shoots a cigar that's that Wolverine is like in Wolverine's mouth, and I, I'm like, that's not how guns work at all. But okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> like, who is this a dude? Because like they keep calling him Zero, but I don't know. Is there like a is there is this some like weird Weapon X thing that I just missed at some point? It's like another paramilitary carry, uh, organization thing that Wolverine was involved with. The Phalanx Covenant, <laughs> more or less. Like it's <laughs> sure. it's a mid, like I wish it was late nineties. It's mid two thousands, like Marvel continuity stuff. Like it's based from a comic that Howard Mackey wrote. And people who like read comics in the early and mid two thousands, like Howard Mackey, is one of those like names to run away from in comics. Like he's a Chuck Austin level. Uh, so he's a creation of that. Same thing with that, um, the other guy, the guy who plays the Lord of the Rings kid, who's uh, who's the electropath guy, who's on this entire mission to power up the elevator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, this dude is just, an, like, I, you, you say that he's like a Lord of the Rings kid. I recognize him from uh, the Lost. He was like the, the English rock and roll star that was that got trapped on the island. But uh, his, like, his powers are just to light up light bulbs, apparently, and to, like, at some point he lands an airplane with those same powers like are airplanes just flown by electricity like pure electricity now is that how airplanes work it's the same power that a child science project potato has this kid has that mutant power like when you go to the science fair and there's a light bulb and a potato and that's and you're like oh that's like that seems like better than a normal potato like that as far as potatoes go that is a powerful potato <laughs> and that is what this this this, this guy is <laughs> <laughs> You kind of glitched out, and I, I came back in talking about potatoes, and now I can only think that this guy's playing the potato in Portal 2. Like, that's this whole, this dude's whole power is just to play the potato that holds GLaDOS. At the, I guess, spoilers for... <laughs> yeah, for Portal 2. For Portal 2. Yeah, well, it is in the extended Wolverine birth. <clears throat> um, so the next scene is the carnival scene, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Uh, which is Which is also extremely weird, because... Like we we get a couple of like good old country rubes and I, I guess I, I don't understand like what this dude is doing like what what the what the trick is here because they're like oh I'll you have three chances you pay me ten dollars and you have three chances to turn off a light bulb and he has this like block of wood with a bulb thing in it so of course the chick like turns off the switch and I'm like you fucking idiot of course it's not the switch like if it was the switch <laughs> why would it be a game <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I just. Yeah. Hmm. Extremely rubish, uh, mm-hmm. these people. Rubes is the right word. These pigeons, these marks. Yep. Um, so they do that. He goes back to his uh, his trailer where Sabretooth is waiting to murder him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, so, Victor just walks in and this dude is instantly terrified. We should talk about this like man-child's room first, though, because this guy went from uh, oh, a yeah. super-secret government murder squad member to... I have a room full of toy trains and light bulbs that I play with on a regular basis <laughs> while I sit in my trailer and drink. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I have never seen a career change like that, 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 that a huge career swing like that before. It's like Mark McGrath. How's it going? Like you have, it's, he went from Sugar Ray to, uh, entertainment tonight or entertainment weekly or whatever. Exactly. So, so it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a career path like Mark McGrath. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Are we uh, and is, when is our audio we, better, everybody? Because I know we were having a bunch of a bunch of weird issues on our audio. Like, am I still like when I tried to do something over here to reduce my so, volume to match you guys? But in general, we're just—it's uh, just a little too quiet through this mic, and it picks you up a little bit too much. I can get in a little closer. Yeah, we'll get Gary in a little bit closer. In the middle. Yeah, sure. 
we'll get Gary in a little bit closer, and uh, and I'll play with mics after after Days of Future Cast. But uh, for now, we'll we'll let it ride. People can, have uh, to have their volumes up a little bit more than we'd like, but I can turn my gain down. Project a little too, more, Gary. We'll be, we'll be all right. Okay, but I think this will make a big difference as a directional mic. So, um, yeah, sorry, everybody. So, yeah, uh, Victor, and they don't ever call uh, Victor Sabretooth in this. Like, this is before he got sabered, I guess. I would. I was really hoping that we could get the origin of the word Sabretooth in this, because those are two very distinct <laughs> things that you don't normally associate with one another. So, whoops, I guess we no. don't have to do that. So much for the origins in X-Men Origins Wolverines. It. Yeah, well, we do get the origin of how Wolverine calls himself Wolverine, but it's, I, I think going as far as say it's not very satisfying. Gary, it's the, it's, um, it's the dumbest thing in this movie, which is saying a whole fucking lot because later Ryan Reynolds gets uh, re- retractable swords and this, yeah. and the way that Wolverine is made is still fucking that dumb. It's still the dumbest thing that happened to me. It's a, it's a, like, we're, it's like nonstop dumb. Like, because when uh, Sabretooth stabs little boy, Wolverine has like a dream about it and wakes up screaming. So he's got like a psychic link with his teammates or something. Or, or, uh, and this is where uh, his his girlfriend, who he clawed up in the middle of this, and uh, and this is where like Autumn was like, "Are you fucking serious? Like, no chick in the world would stay around a dude after this. Like, I don't care how nice you are. Like, if you if you get woke up being stabbed with bone claws, you're leaving the the, the, the house on the top of the mountain. You're gone. Period. Like, she doesn't get stabbed, but she could have been. Like, it'd be like I don't expect anyone to sleep next to me if I just like explode into bullets whenever I have a nightmare. <laughs> You know, <laughs> as Burton Haber Supreme, like just, uh, it's, it's real scary. But to calm him down, she tells him the story, which is how he gets the name, right? Does that happen now or after the uh, lumberjack scene? No, no. To, to calm him down now, she just—I think she just like has like PG thirteen sex with him. Like that—that that was the the resolution of this. It's not till later that she puts on the "I'm about to die" nightgown and uh, and, and tells him the the story. Mm. So. Mm. Um, so he goes off to uh, cut trees and do chores because Wolverine's going to Wolverine no matter where he's at. Um, and he gets visited by cutting down trees. What? What is this like trend? I don't. It's Canadian. Oh, hey, you got, you got it. It's a, it's a racist. <laughs> That's, it. That's, it. That's literally it. Thank you, Brayton. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, this is where the cigar scene happens, where he's like smoking a cigar, and he looks over at Aiden Zero, who shoots it out of his mouth, and nobody else on this construction yard has a problem with this guy pulling a gun out and shooting this close to Wolverine's head. The thing, uh, the thing that this movie taught me the most is that Canadians don't give a fuck about any superhero bullshit. There's a there's a moment later on where Wolverine and Sabretooth are fighting, and Sabretooth throws Wolverine into a truck, and the truck doesn't honk, stop, swerve, or anything. It just he hits Wolverine and just disappears. It just goes. It's like, oh god, I hit another superhero guy. I just gotta keep going. I got I got deadlines, man. I gotta go. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's also they come here, I've got a note uh, here, where they're kind of yelling at uh, uh, Wolverine and being like, you don't want to keep doing this. You want to become a government agent again. Um, it must suck to be a lumberjack and make, what, $18,000 a year? And Wolverine goes, eighteen five. Like, if you're a lumberjack, you make more than $18,000 a year. Like, that's extremely little money for super physical hard labor. I'm assuming you get paid per log, right? Like, that's the only fair way to do it in a, in a free market capitalistic society. <laughs> If you get paid for long, he's got to be like, is, do you think he just does like two in the morning and then goes home to have nightmares? Or do you think that like, <laughs> it's just like, that, it just seems like he could 
chop logs better than other people. Yeah, but he doesn't have the metal claws yet. Like he only has the bone claws, and like the bone claws don't do aren't right. good for trees, right? Like that just is not going to work. So like he has to just use an axe <laughs> like a normal dude. <laughs> Yeah. You, you, you replace rock paper scissors with bone adamantium tree. Yeah, <laughs> adamantium tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, if uh, I, I love the idea that um, Wolverine, uh, hey kids, it's your favorite superhero. Here's him doing superhero stuff for about two minutes. Now he's the worst lumberjack. <laughs> like now he's got a job, and also he's bad at it. Yeah, he's um, he's not like, very good at it. Uh, and. Uh, I wonder if the uh, the ending of Dexter is the origin of Wolverine, right? Like, I wonder if Dexter just turns into Logan at the end of that series. <laughs> Spoiler, I guess I'm spoiling Portal 2 and Dexter now, y'all. Sorry. It's okay. For those of you who have that crossover in that fandom, the, uh, you, it's a bad day for you, and we apologize. <laughs> um, all I love is, like, like a charitably, like, two degrees below average prestige TV. Mm-hmm. And you know the greatest games of all time. Yep, yep. So, um, so at this I'm, I'm kind of is uh, this is where uh, like Logan almost gets into a fight and murders a couple of people because they won't move their trucks. Which yes, is kind of like the introduction into Logan's anger issues, which is kind of a weird thing because like the whole reason he left the super secret government death squad is because he didn't want to see a bunch of innocent people get murdered. So he moves to Canada where I guess he just murders people whose like trucks break down in front of him or just like bothers him (laughs) in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all superhero blind. Like they don't know that it's happening. Sure. Like if there's a superhero, Canadian can't see it. Um, He's gonna murder. Him. This is actually foreshadowing because his girlfriend like puts her her hand on her arm. It's like, hey, calm down. Mm-hmm. And she's using her powers, which like is a weird twist. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a in this, late this movie, movie twist that this chick is a kind of a is a plant is someone that um, Striker yeah. has put into you know to to hang out with Wolverine so that they could keep an eye on him for like which seems like a real long game kind of thing for Striker. <laughs> like <laughs> we're just gonna plant this chick this mutant chick with Wolverine and let him sleep in the Colorado mountains for six years and not worry about him. And yeah. then <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then eventually once we've killed all of his friends, we'll stick all of his powers into Deadpool. Like the villain plot in this <laughs> is animated series level bad. It's real it's bad. Little, like yeah. It's extremely, extremely bad. Um there. So this is uh, where she tells him the origin, like right, like this is where she does the uh, tells him the origin of the moon's wife. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real clear on this. I did not. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jeremy. I, I I set Brayden off saying the origin of the moon's wife, and I missed that. I, <laughs> It's okay. I just want to be real clear that I did not listen to this at all. Like this was total garbage bullshit, and I just like I, I refuse to put this in my brain. I like I tuned back in when he was like, and that was the moon, and I was like, okay, yeah. And she's like, no, that was the Wolverine, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I guess the movie's about to start again because that was uh, this is the worst. It went on forever. It's, it's like she says the word for the myth in her culture, and Wolverine says like she's like, you know, what is he doing? He's like, I'm the best at what I do. Uh, cuckoo, cuckoo! Like he makes fun of the words she uses, and it's like, dude, this is like this is your girlfriend. Stop! <laughs> like, you gotta stop being a dickhead. Like it, it is a silly way for Wolverine to get his name, but also don't just be like, yeah, your myths are dumb. It's like a Beatles lyric. <laughs> I'm gonna go tro- chopping trees. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this is it's, this is it's not amazing. great. Yeah, and uh, and and she is totally put on like the uh, and any movie you see a woman put yeah. on this like white negligee thing, this piece of lingerie, like she's instantly about to die in the next scene. And sure enough, like Sabretooth shows up, or excuse yeah. me, Victor shows up, and like th- there's a weird thing here where uh, Wolverine like smells a dead animal while he's working, and then walks over, and then there's like Victor sign on the trees. Like he Victor has yeah. apparently just clawed a tree for no reason. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and Wolverine decides to run as fast as he can, and I'm like, dude, where is like borrow a truck? Like there has to be a truck yeah. on this on this. <laughs> just go get a truck. How about the truck he, uh, um, he he knows what Victor's sign means. He goes over there, sees that that she was like fake killed because she shows up later. She's a plant, you know, mm-hmm. fake killed. Um, and then goes to this bar where Victor is that is also a barn and also a garage. Like, did you, could you figure out this space at all? No, not, not at all. I don't, I don't, I don't get any of this that's happening. <laughs> it's like a gigantic like barn where there's a huge log bar. There's a guy standing behind it with a bunch of bottles behind him, but there's no like bar back area. There's nowhere for a keg to be attached. Nope. There's nothing like, it's just a broom with a bar. And then there's like, a truck inside it and logs. Like it is the weirdest bar. I would imagine like, if you're the barkeep at this like non bar log collection facility that somebody coming in and like carving their name or in, or in Victor's case, a smiley face into the bar would be pretty normal. But this dude like wigs out about it, I guess because he has like, well, Victor has like fingernails or whatever, but he's like, you're not from around here, huh? And I'm like, my dude, like everything in here is wood and you don't have guys carving on it all the time. Like I've been to third grade. I know how this works. <laughs> And if you did see the claws, be scared. Like, what is going on in Canada? Like, you just, like he's got gigantic vampire claws. Like, you, you know. And then when Wolverine comes in with his bone claws, his response is, "Say, take it outside, guys." <laughs> like somebody was just like, "You're sleeping with my wife," or like it was going to be a regular bar fight. Um. So let me get a fight here that's pretty bad. Like the action in this movie is not good. Uh, in general, every single uh, action scene in this movie is. Like what did I? What acid did I just take to make me watch this? Because it's just so fucking out there. Like in this scene, uh, this is a scene where uh, Victor throws him into a truck and the truck doesn't stop, and then immediately like drops <laughs> a bunch of logs on top of Wolverine, and then like, immediately like takes all of the logs out off of Wolverine. I'm like, why did you even drop him? Like he could have just. Left him. <laughs> what are you doing? Why do you even make your bed in the morning? You, you gotta put the logs on him and then take him off as well. The um, it's just like a cartoon. Like I didn't think that you could like cut a, a rope that was tying a bunch of logs and then have them fall onto a person. I thought that only happened in like, you know, River City Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> and ironically, for what I'll be streaming uh, on Sunday, Diablo Three. Like, there's a weird thing in Diablo Three where you could just hit some logs and it kills like level five thousand enemies instantly. So. <laughs> What a weakness. <laughs> Load-bearing logs. Um, so, th- so they have that fight. Um, Striker shows up at this point, right? Like, Victor... Uh, who calls Wolverine Jimmy? Like, nobody calls Wolverine Jimmy. But, like, he uh, uh, takes him out and brings him to Striker, or Striker shows up. Well, right? I'm trying to remember, uh, because at some point he finds his dead girlfriend, right? At some point he finds his dead girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was before the fight. That's yeah, when he went to the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was yeah. getting confused. Um, so yeah, after the logs are dropped on him and he gets hit by the truck, like he he wakes up in the hospital and all of the doctors are confused because he's like healed and Stryker shows up and I'm like, <laughs> these poor doctors, yes. no idea what's going on. 
Um, and this this is actually part of this movie that I, I kind of dig is Stryker just constantly just fucking with Wolverine's head all of the time. Like he mm. just like double and triple bluffs this dude to a level that is extreme. Like here he tells them like Wolverine has yeah. been killing, excuse me, Sabretooth has been killing all of our, all of our friends, all of our old team. And we, we can't track him down. And Wolverine's like, I'm going to go track him down. And <laughs> Stryker's like, no, but no, yeah. you, I have to go do this invasive operation on you and you're going to experience more pain and then ever. And then you can do it. And Wolverine's like, sure. <laughs> yeah, that sounds reasonable. Sure. <laughs> yeah, stick me in the tank, coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the part where I actually like the line where like she's like, you know, this is gonna hurt, and he's like, I've I've been through it, and or, I've had worse, and she's like, No, you haven't. Like, you know, I think they sell how awful it is to have uh, meteors attached to your skeleton, um, which I always assumed would be awful, but boy, do they they really show that it looks pretty awful. Yeah this this looks um, like the most painful thing. Like all of the needles when they do the X ray uh, like shot of all of the needles going into oh, yeah. Logan's face. That's that's pretty brutal and about as hard as they could go. Because this movie is PG-13, right? Like, this was before you could do an R-rated superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is uh, It is a little bit uh, surprising how intense this is. Um, the uh, So he escapes with his claws. And this is where we first see the claws, which look awful. Like, that's the infamous thing for this movie, is how the claws look like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like he he has like a cartoon next to his hand that kind of moves with it, but not really. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the the scene in the uh, in the bathroom that's going to come up in a minute is is one like when he's looking at them in the mirror is just like how did this like this looks like the um, the the trailer for the Dark Tower that came out before the actual trailer mm. for the Dark Tower movie came out when it was just like the the the, the put in place special effects or whatever like it looks awful. Yeah. It's incredible. So, like, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. He he goes off on his own. He uh, is sleeping in a barn because he's gone. He's gone crazy from pain, and an old couple find him. Um, and then well, they take on, him in. Because I want to I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the escape scene because not only do they fill this dude up with adamantium, but uh, Stryker has invited an audience. Like, this is like a party. Like, at some point, <laughs> like I expected somebody to like, walk around with hors d'oeuvres. Like, like it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's so weird when you see like a surgery theater mm-hmm. in a movie mm-hmm. like if somebody's taking out my appendix i do not need you know a studio audience to watch somebody like pull out my appendix like it's such a weird thing i am i am barely at my i barely want to be seen by the general public like when i am like i prepare myself to go outdoors much less when i have my my physical skin has been opened up and you can see the inside of my organs like i'm just not gonna do oh, it yeah. i'm just not that much of an exhibitionist it's not gonna happen like if, if i don't don't want anyone to see me naked i definitely don't want to see somebody like like the robbie williams rock with me video like less than naked like <laughs> uh you know it's skinless there's uh, also organless. Uh, but he he there's also a running good thing here that uh i, I kind of laughed every time i saw it because but, whenever he runs out like striker is following him on these security cameras and these security cameras just have the best cinematic angles that i've ever seen in my entire life like it's way beyond any kind of normal <laughs> security cams that i've ever seen like they go up and zoom in and follow them through trees and the whole nine it's very 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 classy security cams but get to let's get to the old people because the old people are is, is one of my favorite scenes in this movie yeah, it's it's kind of like it starts off as kind of good, like the scene in Logan where he's with the family, you know, which is something I like. Um, he he goes, you know, they they like take him in, they give him some food and stuff. He kind of wises off to him. He puts on a jacket, 
Fun stuff happens. It's all to get to this bathroom scene, though, where he first tries to pop his claws and gets to see them, like, float next to his, like, in the vicinity of his hands, like, next to is probably too strong a word. Yeah. <laughs> like, float in the same room as his hands. Uh, and is constantly accidentally cutting stuff, and there is no weight to anything. No. For special effects. N- not at all. And, uh, and also, have we ever seen Wolverine's claws, like, have we ever seen him spark it up, as I like to call this move? <laughs> 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 nope. <laughs> I love in that Beckham scene that they need the CGI to make him come out, right? That makes yeah. sense. But why are they still CGI? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've seen a guy at a, at a comic convention because there's a little grippy thing you can hold yeah, that has the claws <laughs> come through. And if you're just doing this, like anyone can look like they have really good Wolverine claws. Yeah, this is. Uh, a, but they just. I have taped. I have taped butter knives to my hand that look better than this scene, y'all. This was. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's incredible, and it, it leads to one of my favorite exchanges where he walks out with the half of a sink that he has clawed in, like he's clawed this sink in half, and he walks out with it and looks at these old people and say and says, "I promise I'll pay you back." Like Wolverine, do you have any idea how much a sink cost? Like I, I, I guarantee you, you have no idea how much a sink cost. Okay, cut cut to like two weeks of work at Lowe's. <laughs> For him to earn enough money to buy a sink <laughs> with employee discount. <laughs> if these poor old people had survived, I wanted—I really wanted the post-credit scene to be just get them getting a Lowe's gift card in the mail, <laughs> like signed Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like a delivery shows up of a sink, and it's just like, "Sorry, bubs." Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so he cuts. He does. He destroys his prison. These people's bathroom. Like, I hope they have a second bathroom because this is this is no good. Yeah, this is a bad um, time. And also, like, he cuts up their radiator, and I guarantee you, he doesn't know how to fix that. And like, and then they just offer to no give him like their son's jacket and motorcycle. Like, this is a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the exchange rate. Like, it's the custom in Canada where if, like you destroy somebody's uh, plumbing and heat, they give you a motorcycle and a jacket. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, so then the woman just gets shot in the back of the head, uh, kind of out of nowhere there. It's like pretty intense. Like I was surprised by this, um, by agent zero, um, causing a pretty infamous scene where like, you know, the people get killed. Wolverine gets very mad, comes out on a, uh, a motorcycle and is chased by a helicopter, mm-hmm. uh, through this. And they're trying to, uh, they're trying to kill him so they can bring him back to do things with him. Um, probably turn him into what they eventually do with Deadpool. You know, um, and he ends up uh, taking out this helicopter by jump, you know, jumping, doing a jump, a motorcycle jump. Yeah, there, there's several things yeah, in this in this chase scene that I, I want to talk about, because at one point he's like riding the motorcycle at high speed and decides he needs to be going the other direction when the helicopter shows up. Yes. So he just uses his claws to help him drift a 180, which. Yeah, <laughs> what, you, this dude was a like he, he was born in the 1800s. He, he went to a bunch of wars, <laughs> and now he lives in a mountain in Colorado. Like, when did he learn how to drift? <laughs> when, what, yeah, we're getting this Fast and the Furious shit. Yeah, this doesn't and make it, any fucking sense. It doesn't look nearly as cool as the camera thinks it does. <laughs> like, it closes up, and it's, like, super slow motion. Yeah. And it ends up making it look like he actually just took a very considered slow U-turn. <laughs> like a like a person would do it in like on a highway, yeah. Um, because it slows down yeah. so much, it does. It's like it doesn't look like good action cinematography at all. I uh, um, I, 
the, the the part where they like shoot rockets at him and he decides to use he like just propels himself on the rocket explosion onto the helicopter is like I was like I had to stop it and like rewind it a couple of times and watch it because I was like did that are they really doing this this is just fucking ridiculous yeah it it is it is like supposed to be the and these movies like keep in mind this came after X Men three and X Men two and both of those this is one of the marquee action sequences mm-hmm. and if you think of the marquee action sequences even in X Men three. They are so much better than this. Yeah, this, you know, this really like, feels the, like the, a the, the like cut-rate um, Mission Impossible movie at this point. Like They might as well have just subbed in Tom Cruise for this, right? Oh, man. Can you imagine if Tom Cruise got cast as Wolverine during this entire time? <laughs> I absolutely can. And he would. St- the, the best thing about this is he still would be the same age. Like They wouldn't have to de-age him at all. <laughs> because he's just he, that dude <laughs> yeah, does not age. Weirdly eternal uh, Tom Cruise. Um, so Wolverine goes on his... like you know, kind of goes to gather up the team, I guess. Vegas, where, um, Johnny, uh, Johnny, uh, is it hold on. Wraith? John Wraith? Johnny, uh, zero, zero calorie. Okay, I'll see what Thanks. I can do. Thanks, buddy. If you're one of them, thank you. Appreciate it. I'll, I'll pay you back. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, goes to his Vegas, like, boxing school. I had actually, actually no idea, um, who this dude was. So in my notes, I just have him down as Will I Am in the entire note document because I didn't, I could never figure out. What this dude's name was. So I get fun sentences it's like, like Wolverine and Will I Am fight Gambit in, a, in an alleyway. <laughs> it's it's uh, Johnny Wraith or John Wraith, and it's he's a character again from like a mid two thousands bad X Men spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, so he. He trains boxing. Like, he's trying to get the blob back into shape. <laughs> this, this but also so runs fun. a boxing school now? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is so weird. What is like, the career arc of this guy? Yeah. <laughs> this this <laughs> super secret government kill squad really does ruin these dudes for the real world. <laughs> and give them, a, like, a real, like, what kind of job do you have after this? Well, you know, maybe mercenary, maybe private security. Mm-hmm. No. Miscellaneous. <laughs> Like just, uh, just <laughs> like, like throw a dartboard. He runs a boxing school. Works at a carnival. Um, Wolverine, you know, Wolverine unemployed, cuts logs presumably. For Big Max, essentially, it's the only way. That yeah, the yeah. exchange rate. Um, super, super uh, annoying. So th- this whole thing is uh, how the Blob got fat. Like the Blob uh, got super fat, and he's trying to train. Um, he's still super strong and stuff. And this looks so gross. Like this makeup is so bad. This, this this is super bad, but also like the fact that it looks so gross kind of works for me. Like it's just like I, I always imagine the character of the Blob is like a just a just a disgusting fat dude like that just is just way <laughs> way like huge and doesn't clean himself and smells bad and like they really sell that that aspect of the Blob <laughs> to me in this. They they really oil him up. <laughs> like there, there's somebody, there's some assistant director who just like spritzed him with like a one to one olive oil Stop. water mix. Stop! I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I brought this up. No, let's just, let's just keep going. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Just, they just take his neck prosthetic and dip it in a vinaigrette and then slather it onto his neck. Yep. There you go. Yep. And just make it. And just make a a really really tight tank top out of French dressing and make him wear it. <laughs> uh super 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 gross and he's like hey you know tell me where Sabretooth is uh bub and he goes yeah, what'd you call me and bub doesn't sound anything like blob <laughs> and beforehand will i am was like don't make fun of his weight wolverine makes fun of his weight like six times he says bub 
Uh, but he's like, hey, big boy. And it's like, that's, you know, it's so silly. The very first thing that Wolverine says to him is, hey, fat, I mean, Fred. Because that's definitely yeah. something that you accidentally say to somebody. Hey, fat, I mean, Fred. <laughs> It'd be like, and, hey, and what is- hey, pimple, I mean, Gary. What? That doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that you don't call me pimple. And also the um so I thank you. I've never thanked you for that before. Um I is Wolverine care if he's fat. Yeah. Like what a weird character trait for Wolverine. Like Wolverine is, you know, lumber he's many things. Lumberjack soldier, mm-hmm. super soldier, X Man, uh real petty high school bully. Um <laughs> real mean about weight issues and likes to make fun of how people look. Like a lot. And, the, and Will I Am decides the best way to settle this this disagreement so that Wolverine can get the information he's looking for is to put Wolverine in boxing gloves and have them fight one another in what has to be the most yes. like dumbest fight scene in a superhero movie ever. <laughs> in, in one of the guys, uh, Bob punches Wolverine, which throws him into another guy, and like, rest in peace that guy. Wolverine weighs 2,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That guy is definitely dead. <laughs> Will I am's boxing school for people with no future. Uh, it has another black mark. In it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wonder Will I am turned to rapping, right? <laughs> he kept killing people in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, this didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Th- so this is how this we find out about Gambit. This is how right? we find out about Gambit. I do want to say that, like, once he finally figures out how to beat the blob, like, which is basically like adamantium headbutts, um, we get this yeah. weird, like, Wolverine leaning into the camera and, like, real, like, puts his like boxing glove up to the camera like this, and then the the, the claws come out, and it's the most, it is the goofiest thing. Like, it's some of the worst CGI I've ever seen, and it's not only just the CGI, but the concept of Wolverine's claws coming out of a boxing glove. Like, it should have been a punchline. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a, if they made a second Wii punch out, it would be a superpower of one of the the competitor. Exactly. The uh, um, man. But yeah, I had forgotten. Uh, I had kind of forgotten that Gambit was even in this movie. Uh, for and as for as much as we talk about Gambit, it's if, in in our normal Days of Future Cast episodes. Like for me to have forgotten that this happened just shows you how bad this movie was at the time that I saw it. I just put everything about it yeah. out of my mind. Um. He finally gets the information out of and, Blob, yeah. and, and I, I love this scene where they, him, where Wolverine and Will I Am ride motorcycles down Bourbon Street. <laughs> I don't know, like, guys, I, I have been to Bourbon Street many, many times. Like, most of the time, that, tr- that street is closed off from traffic because it's filled with drunk people. There is no way you're driving motorcycles down but, <laughs> Bourbon Street. I'm sorry. It, it just, like, the concept, like, where did they park to go to this jazz club? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the 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 jazz gambling club where Gambit and like I forgot about Gambit being here as well because he's neither good nor bad enough to comment on. Expecting him to be like way way worse, but he's barely a presence in it. Like he's he's not really a thing. Like he's gambling, he gets into a fight with Wolverine, he does some dumb power stuff, and then and then he uh, knows how to fly a helicopter. Uh, no, it's or a, like a plane, and that's Gambit. That, that that's Gambit, but he also does like card magic. Like the dude, like the dude has taken a class at like the local community college yeah, to learn how to, yeah. to, to like shuffle cards or something. Because there's some real dumb, like I guess that people thought this was supposed to be cool. Like I'm gonna do a flip and like have a whole thing of cards come out or some bullshit like that. Like it's just yeah. a, it's it's not great at all. 
Um, and they picked the worst a- actor for Gambit too. Like this little dude, uh, I'll know him no, from like I, Friday Night Lights, right? Like that's where I know this dude from. Uh, but he's just like the worst Gambit ever. He's he's not charismatic or good. He also uh, has a mustache when you first see him and doesn't have one when he leaves. And I, I read that on IMDb, uh, and then I watched the scene again, and it's pretty incredible. Like he looks incredibly like very different. There's so a, he's uh, he, the reason why. Go ahead. I was going to say the reason why he's checking with Gambit is because all of the, uh, the former people are being brought to an Island and Gambit is the only person who has escaped from the Island. But as soon as Wolverine mentions the Island, Gambit decides to throw cards at him. And, and, and think about this, Gary, like you escape from a super secret, like mutant squishing mutant power squishing Island. And, uh, your name is Remy LeBeau. So you move back to New Orleans where literally everybody I know is, has the last name of LeBeau and you hang out in like the most <laughs> obvious place for a card dealer with a, with like card magic powers to hang. Like, did he just think that nobody would ever come hang out, would come, come looking for him? Like, it'd be like if I escaped from prison and went back home and just waited for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just waited to get caught. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah. go back home. I'm going to apply to become a police officer. It's so yeah. obvious. The cops will never think to check with my wife. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's also a famous gambler. Like, uh, there's an Easter egg here, which is very weird. Is that the other person at the table, other than Wolverine, is a famous New Orleans gambler? Oh my god, I, I missed that I, totally. So, I, I don't. Is that something you guys do? I, guess, and, um, I don't know. You, guys. <laughs> you people. Yeah, is that something? Is like I don't. Is I was surprised by that, but I guess like you know, so he he gambles with famous people. Uh, so he's not keeping a low profile. Um. He, uh, he gets into a fight with Wolverine, um, eventually bursts out of a wall. There's a part I want to talk about where he takes his staff. It's been cut in half by Wolverine and uses it to climb the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why can't he do that? What, what, what is, what is any of this weird ass, like, uh, um, <laughs> fucking, uh, I just I lost the word. Like he can just jump everywhere. It's like, uh, I can't, why can't I think of the yeah. thing? Uh, where you have to call it out when you do it from the office. <laughs> you jump, they're jumping off of dumpsters. I can't remember the name of this word. Parkour. Parkour, yeah. Parkour. yeah. Like, all of a sudden, Gambit, Gambit has fucking parkour powers out of nowhere. He can just jump everywhere yeah. and do anything. And yeah, I, I, this this whole climb up the side of a brick wall thing seems really, really bizarre. Uh, we should also mention here that Victor definitely kills Will I Am while all of this is going yeah. on. <laughs> and and no, there's no... Um, it's very similar. We just talked about the... Um, the thing with Wolverine fighting Silver Samurai who can teleport is the same very unsatisfying thing. Like you're fighting someone who can teleport around or gets him is just by like telefragging him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he sticks his arm out for will I am to teleport into, which like, what a good sentence. I'm, I'm just saying like, yeah. what a, what a blessed. What a Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for will I am to teleport into. Hey Skrillex, make, make, make a drop to that because that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, which doesn't hurt. Why does that hurt Sabretooth? Like that's how telefragging works, you know. And it's implied um, that and kill, he, kills Will I Am that Sabretooth like w- grabs his spine as if he like he teleports in spine first, which yeah. seems really dangerous. builds <laughs> <laughs> out like Doctor Manhattan. Exactly. Like, um, <laughs> exactly. This is not. This is not great. Um, and yeah, that's so Will I Am is dead. Fatality. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, well, this, he was the whole uh, the whole gambit fight here is it, it, it leads to one of my favorite scenes that uh, if I I think I have it marked down in the notes, so I'll go back and make a gif out of it and throw it on the Twitter uh, for everyone to look at later. But 
as as Gambit has ascended onto this fire escape, Wolverine just uses his his brand new metal claws to just like claw the thing down. And you would think he would be like, I'm gonna claw it off the wall and I'm just gonna pull it down. But no, he just like claw oh, yeah. straight up just straight down like it's yeah. falling and he's just like eating it or like he's a like he's a wood chipper almost <laughs> like, so yeah. it's just the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing it's extremely cartoon man it's like something the dog would do if like tom from tom and jerry was climbing up a ladder exactly. and the dog would be doing yeah. this while he still tried to climb while he's falling like it's so cartoony it's it um, really is do, do we know that if the x-men animated series like staff worked on this movie because <laughs> maybe maybe they actually did <laughs> it's um, uh, so then uh, Gambit comes back, they fight, they misunderstand. Wolverine finally tells Gambit his actual thing, which is like, we're going to go take down that island. And now we're on the way to the island uh, okay, where so they cut to strike. I, w- real quick, I just I just want to bring this up. I don't yeah, normally do this because this like finding realism bullshit in movies is, is kind of trivial and it's not usually very funny. But I, I was curious because they specifically say it's Three Mile Island, which is a real place. Mm-hmm. And they're in New Orleans. And then they're in a two-seater Cessna, and two hours later, they're in Three Mile Island. I looked it up. It's 1,200 miles that they flew in two hours. <laughs> but, and by my calculations, roughly, that's like, what, 600 miles per hour <laughs> that this plane was going? <laughs> yeah, Gamma supercharged the, 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 the plane that he knows how to fly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Do you think that he, like, kinetically powered the propeller, and now they're just shooting through yeah, space? exactly. <laughs> Do you think, does it make any sense that Gambit couldn't just be like, we're on Three Mile Island, as opposed to like, I have to fly you there? <laughs> like, it is extremely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so weird, like, take a fucking commercial flight, man. And this is um, after, like, because once Sabretooth kills Will I Am, he, like, and Wolverine takes care, like, knocks <laughs> Gambit out, Wolverine and Gambit start fighting, and Gambit breaks it up. And like tells tell Sabretooth to go, and then helps Wolverine. It doesn't make any sense. Like I don't know what's going on in any no. of this. Any potential coolness has already like way left the building. <laughs> like everything that happens from here on out is the stupid. Everything that happens is somehow the stupidest thing that happens. Up until the post credit sequence, and it's kind of amazing. Like we are on just a rocket ride to to dumb movie badness uh, here. There's a part where they cut to Stryker explaining his plan. And he says this line, I wrote it in quotes, where he says, I finally found a com- the, the combination of the right powers that can coexist in a body without ripping it apart. Like, can you imagine, like, being a trained actor and, like, going to <laughs> acting school and then having to tell have a line where it's like, I finally found the right combination of powers uh, that can exist in a body without ripping it apart. Where does any of this come from? This all, like the idea that like this this all reminds me of that classic thing that we know from uh, Ian McKellen where he's like I have no idea what I was doing as Magneto like I would just like wave my arms around and like think they would just tell me what to say. <laughs> that has to be what it's like to play on these movies, man, because a lot of it just does not make any sense. Mm-mm. Yeah, it it's so there's so many concepts here that are being hand waved away, like being introduced to. Like one, you can stick powers in a body. Two, make sure you do it right because if you put the wrong combination in. <laughs> It can explode the body. <laughs> Do you think that was a surprise when they learned that for the first time? And they were just like, okay, we got this We got oh, this power out of a body, which I don't know like what physical representation that What's would that take mean? on. But like, yeah. and then they just put it in another body, and then all of a sudden, boom, and they were like, oh, shit, we're going to have to figure this out. <laughs> I, that's why I'm going to start a, a change.org petition to do X-Men Origins Origins. Uh, <laughs> where it just where explains we, we everything in the X-Origins Wolverine. <laughs> 
Yeah, X Men Origins Wolverine colon Origins Wolverine colon Striker. Where we learn about how this happened. Um, and this is also where they reveal. So they, they show, Wolverine shows up, and this is where his girlfriend comes back, and there's the big twist. Mm-hmm. Who's Kayla Frost? Yes. Uh, I don't think that Emma Frost has a sister who has. I don't think this is in canon. I could be wrong about that. But I, it's very I, weird to have this as a. I don't know if you character. you're not going to believe this, but uh, I did not look anything up about this movie after I watched it because I was. So I can tell you um, when you Google Kayla Frost, all it comes up with is a bunch of random chicks' Facebook profile pictures. So I'm assuming that this is not canon. <laughs> Frost has a pretty badass last name. Like I'm kind of jealous about that. Really yeah, cool. Robert. Yeah, Robert Frost. Yeah, he's he's the most badass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on the level of Frost. Yeah. We got Robert, Emma, and then like way, 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 way down below Ice is uh, yeah. <laughs> Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> like, um. So this is like kind of the early. Oh, we we actually skipped the part where uh, Sabretooth harvests Cyclops. Um, mm. I didn't I didn't write a note about that. For oh, some I, f- reason. I forgot to talk about Cyclops. I actually, Gary, this this might actually be like a fun Cyclops treatment for me. <laughs> like it's, I thought it was yeah. going to be kind of shitty because he was the uh, like the bad kid in school or whatever. Uh, but like we get this fun scene where he has to go like dr- do detention and and what, write lines like he's fucking Bart Simpson on the chalkboard and yeah, yeah. and I kind of like the idea of Cyclops just his, his the genesis of all of his anger is having to write lines from his Spanish teacher giving him detention <laughs> it just makes me laugh a whole lot <laughs> and ultimately what uh, he does when Sabretooth takes his head and uses it as that like beam to slice half of the school yeah apart mm-hmm. like his powers are way crazier than they ever end up being um which makes sense because he, he hasn't had any training or anything at this point yeah i don't know who gave him those glasses but like it's a it's a cool scene i guess <laughs> i guess he just kept trying on glasses and exploding uh um, sunglass huts until he got the right one <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that that carol the, 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 of different glasses and just taking each one. Just, <laughs> um, nope, not that one. <laughs> not that one. You are not allowed at this mall anymore, Scott Summers. <laughs> Leave. You just blasted an entire sunglasses hut, and the glasses that survived were the ones that were <laughs> That's actually very good. smart. <laughs> Dunk the rubble. <laughs> Pretty cool. And then I went to school. Uh, so this is very similar to X Men Two. Now that they're at the uh, the facility, I've run out of notes because it's all just a bunch of real bad fights um, up until Deadpool gets re- revealed. Yeah, all of this. And this is like a lot of like emotional Wolverine, too, because once the, uh, the the Kayla yeah. betrayal is revealed, like he's just like, oh, I'm just oh, I, I just I'm just not worth it. I'm just going to adopt the animal or whatever. Like he's got like a lot of like self-loathing, brooding thing happening, which yeah. I guess is. Like interesting for some people, it's not very interesting to me at all, though. No, um, there's a bunch of cameos. So there's all these mutants in cages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to see Striker's son. We get to see Iceman. Um, we get to see a Quicksilver. We get to see a uh, a whirlwind character. I assume um, that was Dust, but maybe maybe not. Maybe that's a whirlwind. oh yeah. But I was, I was there, there's a whirlwind character and there's Dust. They're oh, okay. both in okay. there. Um, there's a, so there are a couple cool cameos. Like I like cameos. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not great. They don't do anything except for Emma Frost, who turns into like diamond form. And I forgot. I totally forgot that Emma Frost was in this movie because there's not really a reason for her to be. 
because um, she's because she's not in, like I mean I know Emma Frost has that ability or whatever that's why it's in the movie but like when you think of Emma Frost do you immediately go to diamond form like no you always go back to like crazy cool you know rich socialite um kind of bitchy mind reader like she's yeah. up against Xavier she's not like leading a herd of children out of this weird Weapon X facility no and because she wears S&M gear in public as well like that's the <laughs> other thing that also you, know, you think about the, the S&M gear my bad I, I did I did forget that yeah I'm across like business corset that she wears to, like in her day-to-day life like that's that's what I you know so very very strange like essentially um and they've, they've come up with these, they found these adamantium bullets. And there's a scene where Stryker's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot him in the head. And, er- and he's like, he'll heal from that. And he's like, yeah, but it'll erase his memory. Like, what the fuck is this memory gun? And this idea that if you shoot somebody in the head at the right place, they will just lose, like, specific memories. <laughs> and not just veg out. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's your goddamn plan, Stryker? Is to shoot, like, <laughs> shoot him in the head until he loses his memory? No wonder it takes like, him years to get to the po- point where he is in X Men too, right? Like we don't see this dude again for like forty years. <laughs> it's only because he like is just living out this over and over again. Like, why did I think the Adamantium bullet would work? That was fucking stupid, Striker. <laughs> just beating himself up. Why, about there's, it. Not a, there's like a series of webisodes that were planned that were just like back to the drawing board <laughs> that were just like Striker trying to like make this work. It's in, it's incredible. It is incredibly dumb his plan to use this memory gun and then unleash Deadpool who looks nothing like Deadpool. Like he looks like, um, like, uh, like a, again, like a mortal combat character. Um, so his mouth shut, yep. which is like, it's one of the things people like about Deadpool. Uh, and he has none of Deadpool's powers. He just has everyone's powers. Yeah. Like he, and he's not even ugly. Yeah. Like if you're going to do this to, to Deadpool, like make him like what Deadpool looks like in the comics and like make this, make all of these powers literally not explode him, but make him look like, you know, Freddy Krueger, like he looks like in the comics, but they didn't even do that. Like that seems like yeah. a, like a miss. Um, they just kind of dress him up in this weird, like I don't know what these things are. Like all of his weird tattoos are, um, and and yeah, he has everybody's powers. Like and it's like Wolverine keeps being surprised by a power, and that's like the 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 hook for the rest of this movie. It's like Wolverine almost wins a fight, and then Deadpool's like, oh yeah, I have optic blast. Oh, Wolverine almost wins a fight. Oh yeah, I can teleport. Wolverine almost wins yeah, a I fight. Got oh yeah. Got, yeah, I've got swords in my arms now. When he uses his optic blast, he probably destroys the entire state that Three Mile Island is in. <laughs> like they they zoom out for him to go do this three sixty like like straight out of a video game super move to do an area of effect attack of like his beams <laughs> around. And I'm just like, how many, how many thousands of people just died from, from this fight Wolverine? Like you shitty, shitty superhero. And and like, l- l- let's, let's get into this fight because uh, luckily Wolverine like tells the kids to go one direction. Right. So it's just him and Deadpool. Uh, but Wolverine's idea to run up to the top of a nuclear reactor to fight the super mutant is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's scared of heights is Logan's idea right now. Like, I don't know much about him. <laughs> he, he says, like, let's see him get up here. And it's like, you got up here, dog. Uh, like other people had to get up here and it took him, you know, presumably Deadpool a while to climb up. So there's at least like, two and a half minutes of Wolverine, like kind of standing around, like, okay, they thought this far, but I don't know what's going to happen next. Like, I hope he doesn't show up. Like, were you planning to live up there? Like, (laughs) why aren't you fighting the villain? (laughs) What are you doing? Um, And then, and like, and then all of a sudden Victor is up there too. Like Victor just shows up out of fucking nowhere. Like, I didn't even know he was still on the Island. I thought that dude had left. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, uh, who who helps Wolverine defeat shitty Deadpool. And the, and the reason we had uh, that turnaround, we didn't really talk about it, but Stryker had promised uh, Victor that he was going to give him the adamantium because yes. he has like this weird um, complex with Logan where even though he's the bigger brother, he wants to be better than, than, than Logan for some reason, which like yes. what <laughs> like, the entire time all we did is see Victor be like this mindless killer. And now all of a sudden he has like a weird complex. <laughs> like, he doesn't care about like killing a, and a raping people in Vietnam. It's, it's just yeah. about this one thing. Yeah. It, it's he, he wants this adamantium skeleton so badly that he will literally do anything. Like, it's just like, I will kill any number of my former friends to get this thing. It is so bad and dumb. Um, he helps him kill him, but this is where Emma Frost leads all the kids out to uh, like melty candle Xavier, like Charlie Brown doll that was left on the hood of a car in the summer Xavier. Yeah. yeah this is like, this is what can even be said about this? I don't like, is this, is this all CGI yeah. or is this, did they take, uh, did they take Patrick Stewart from another movie and like CG I am into this movie? Like, did they, t- like, was he usually wearing the, uh, his outfit from the next generation and they just like physically digitally changed it <laughs> because they couldn't get the <laughs> like, Stewart? Space under every frame. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, uh, I know he rolls, I don't know where he came from. He rolls out of the woods like on his wheelchair, like no, no, he's, he, he's actually. They make a point. The they, they make a point of showing him walk off the helicopter. Excuse me. They're making a point after showing him walk off the helicopter. Like they, so this was you know before the X Men one mm. or, or whatever, which I guess is like a fun time thing oh, okay. like if you want to do this in canon. But when they show him walk up, like it's it's just I, I have never seen CGI like this. It's just it's like it, Brayton. I think he brought it up in the like it was like the scene with the guy from the force awakens that they all CGI'd up just infinitely yeah, yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. Brayden brought that up. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you, so if you look at somebody's face, there are lines and shadows that indicate three dimensionality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to it. And the way that they aged him was just to like grab the dropper tool from, from uh, Microsoft paint, grab a normal flesh tone and cover over any of those depths. So his face looks very flat. Yep. As well, like he's a Renaissance painting of a saint uh, coming out of the woods. It is, uh, and then they smeared his entire face with Vaseline. Like they took the the, the blob brush from the 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 Vegas set and just kind of slathered up his face to make him look real soft and shiny and gross. Uh, he is like really waxy. Um, it does not look good. I'm gonna uh, just because I think it's important that everybody in chat. Uh, look at this. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a link. Oh my God! No, I'm not. Jesus Christ! I ruined chat. I'm so sorry. Oh my God! I'm so sorry. What did I do? How do I delete this message? It's, 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 Jeremy, please. I need to put the picture up. Somebody, somebody, please uh, delete that. I don't I don't know how to delete this message anymore. I was gonna try to post it. Or did you accidentally post something like way fouler than? No, no, no. I, I posted what I thought was a link to the image, but it ended up being this like 5,000 character. <laughs> I'm good at computers, everybody. It does It does look like that, though. Like, that's the, the kind of... Yeah, yeah. Um, this is... <laughs> so, yeah, pictured here, Charles Xavier. <clears throat> the, uh, then the movie kind of ends. Sure. Like, Wolverine walks away. Everybody's fine, I guess. 
Well, uh, uh, I mean, Wolverine does get shot. Like we, we should talk about that. Yeah. Like he, he does get yeah, shot. He gets shot with a memory gun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah. Kayla tells Stryker to like walk until his feet bleed and then to keep walking. And yeah, up until this point, I assumed that she had to touch somebody and they like make a point of showing that she's touching his ankles. But then he just turns around and keeps going. And I'm like, so she can like power somebody to do something forever. Like, why did she need to hang out with Wolverine? Like touch that dude once and just make him sit still for six years. Like, why give this dude a life? I think she's supposed to have like just like emotional control and manipulation before. Yeah. Yeah. But now she can, she has like God from preacher. That's exactly what I was going to reference to. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a real weird choice. And um, um we'll, like there's God. there's something that we missed here uh, earlier when because I want and I wanted I mentioned I, I meant to bring it up but there's a there's a moment in all of this fight scene that Gambit shows up and uh, Gambit like like saves Wolverine for something and Gambit's like man mm. you said you were going to kill everybody and you really did and, and Wolverine's like do I look like the guy that, that messes around and I'm like. Sabretooth is still alive. Striker is still alive. <laughs> like you didn't kill a single person that mattered. Like there's some guards maybe that you did kill, but that's it. <laughs> you, you, you've inconvenienced them and they'll have to start over at a new facility at Alkali Lake. <laughs> yeah. Like you've essentially evicted them. Yeah. And that's the extent of what you've done. Wolverine. <laughs> you, you, all, all you did was like infest their house with roaches and they had to move. That was, that was, yeah. that was your big superhero. <laughs> you, you, You've done the mutant equivalent of gentrifying their neighborhood. It's like you opened a Whole Foods. <laughs> like the equivalent. That's what you've done, Wolverine. Whole 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 Foods. Like it is. It is all you've managed to do. Sadly. Um. So then, I mean, we're kind of credits. Like it is so hard to pay attention to this movie at the end. Like, yeah, because it, it it just keeps getting worse. And then credits. There are two post credit scenes. One that it was cut out of later editions. Um, where Wolverine's drinking and someone's like, are you drinking to forget? And he goes, I'm drinking to remember. And that's it. Uh, but then there's a the big one that shows there's going to be a sequel where Deadpool, whose head was cut off uh, and his arm is cut off, kind of goes, shh, like, I'm going to be back, audience. Um, and then wasn't. <laughs> and of course, I mean, not for years. <laughs> that's the worst Deadpool there ever could have been. It's, you, you couldn't make a worse Deadpool. Like, it is, it's extremely bad. Like, there's probably action figures of that guy. I gotta find those. <laughs> oh, I bet that's terrible. Especially if there's like a little button on his back to make those swords come in and out of his hands. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah this that's, this this movie is not so great. like this kind of <laughs> well it, it killed the franchise for a while between this and X Men Three. Yep. Like it was like these were so bad, and they just they didn't do anything. They ended up making a second Wolverine movie, but then the franchise was over for a long time until First Class, like which is arguably like a, a reboot. Like Wolverine shows up in that for a brief second, yeah. but like more or less was like we fucked up, y'all. We're going to start from the beginning, way back in the sixties. Yeah, we had, to, we had to go back before any of the main characters were born <laughs> to make this okay. Like it is, um, yeah, it's uh, it's extremely bad. It's worse than I remember. Uh. Like the parts that I thought were kind of okay were a little bit better than I remember. The parts that I remembered being bad are way worse than I remember. Anything with CGI or an action scene is is so bad that like it almost loops yeah. around for me to like this. I could probably watch this again just to laugh at it. Like it's it's oh it's just, oh, yeah. it makes it like it's just, it's a good bad movie. Like I think like because there's so many dumb lines, there's so many dumb things. Like Taylor Kitsch's Gambit has to be one of the worst decisions I've ever seen on a film in my life. <laughs> it's like he he does a bad accident. I really wish he. Ugh. 
Like, I really wanted to see him, like, do something gross and gambity, you know? Yeah, there was not even, like, a woman in the room while he was around, so they didn't even give him a chance to be lecherous, which is a real disappointment from the Days of Future cast crowd, I know. Like, I was really hoping that he would do something that we could, like, mine for some comedy, but nope, just dumb, like, card magic. it's, It's his primary power. Like, it's the main thing I think of with Gambit, like is how much of a scuzz bag he is. And if I had a kid, I wouldn't let him date him. Like the, uh, if I had a kid, I would train him to kill Gambit, Um, much less let him date him. (laughs) (laughs) You and Autumn are going to start raising super soldiers (laughs) 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 to to take out in case Gambit ever, uh, apparates into the real world. Yep. Yep. 100%. Um, Yeah, this, this, is there, this, like, this do you think that, bad. yeah, it, it, it's extremely bad. I'm very disappointed uh, in the creators and everything. Is there anything like for people who are listening or people who are watching the stream, is there anything like, do you think it's recommendable? Do you think it's bad enough to like tell somebody to watch it? Are there caveats for that? What do you think? I mean, personally for me, uh, I, I would say like, if you get to X-Men 3 and you're like, X-Men 3 was pretty bad. I would say, like, okay, we could probably put up with an hour and 40 of this bullshit. Like, if you just like the X-Men or whatever. But, uh, no, I can't possibly recommend somebody to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should definitely watch this. Like, it would have to be, I want to watch this to make fun of it. Yeah, it can't be, like, a civilian. Like, you can just go up to a normal person, like a coworker who doesn't care about comics or X-Men, and be like, yeah, you know, you should watch this. This is a, this is a film. You know, like, this is a movie. Sure. And you couldn't like hand it to them on that level. Mm-hmm. It has to be like, you know who all these characters are, are already. And the entirety of the joy you're going to get from this is watching Wolverine fight. Well, I, will I am <laughs> like, if you think that's funny and good, yeah. <laughs> like, then I think it's probably worth watching. Carrie, we we, we did not bring up. Will I am's horrible country, Southern accent. Like he, he he's talking like a, like a stereotypical Texan the entire movie. It's so weird. Like all he yeah. says is like, "Yeah, you know, Logan, what, I, I sure do think that boxing can help you, or whatever." Like, like it's it's the strangest accent. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that's the extent of any acting going into it. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just everybody like, learns an accent <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> I think that's pretty much everyone drew an accent out of a hat. Like, I think that's what acting is: is you just be yourself with an accent. The <laughs> so like the uh, what's my motivation? Like, Italian. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he dresses like a neon sign that would be in the American Southwest, like selling cars. Like, here's you know, here's Rodeo Jimmy's House of Used Dodge, and and like he's a neon sign of that. That's how he dresses. Like, or like um, or like a Will Boogie I Am, Nights, frankly. Uh, yeah, is that how is that how Will I Am dresses normally? I think so. Like, yeah, is Will I Am a cowboy, Jeremy? I don't. I mean, it's usually, it's usually, it's usually, Will I Am is, is the rapping cowboy. Yes, this is exactly. He's just playing himself. I'm the rapping cowboy. <laughs> um, man, I, I have checked out of hip hop for too long. You got to get back, man. There's rapping cowboys about. Um, well, shit, man. Um, do we have any other wrap up stuff? Uh, no, not I don't. I don't think so. Um, I know we had a bunch of donations come in. Do we, do we want to read some of those? I've, I've got some more time here. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do. Let's definitely do that. Um, uh, do you want? Can you take the lead on that while I use the bathroom? Yeah. Nick? All right, I'll be back, Jeremy. Don't leave without me saying bye. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, All right, y'all. I'm, I'm gone. Fuck Gary. Bye. Hi, <laughs> 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 Jeremy. All right. Give me just a moment here, because I have to boot this thing fresh. Oh, I, did, I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. 
Hey, no, 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 no. While the uh, while, while while Nick is getting that um, chat, what would have made this movie better? Like, I, I want to know that your X Men characters that you think would have been better in this movie than the 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 murder squad that we got full of like early two thousand <laughs> weirdos. Because I'm, I'm I'm very curious. The fact that you think it's just characters is the problem. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, uh, Eric and Chad is telling me to uh, tell. I don't know how any of this Twitch stuff works. Uh, to sub to Twitch Prime if they have Amazon, because the proceeds for that go to the uh, Duckstream, or excuse me, go to the Transactive charity that we're they're raising money for. So, if you have Amazon Prime and you click the little button on Twitch that makes you a uh, that says like subscribe to this channel, you can do that for free, and Transactive will get money. So that's awesome. Yeah, you can do it uh, one channel per month. You can subscribe to for free if you have Amazon Prime. So, uh, someone in Definitely chat is saying, that. Is saying fans would be uh, a good a good fit. And like, I just I say yes, but like, I want to see the budget where his like sentient spaceship is fo- flying, following him around while he's dealing with Wolverine because okay. that would be hilarious. <clears throat> hey, that I worked. We actually got two subs from that, so that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Eric. Yeah, thanks everybody uh, for watching, and thanks everybody for donating. We're getting to your donations now. After this, we've got some multiplayer stuff coming up. We're not exactly sure what, but we'll be playing some games. Yeah, I'm gonna play around with the mics for just a little bit to fix the the issues we had coming to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm jealous that everybody is talking about your suit, Gary, because uh, since I'm also like up you know streaming video to you guys and you're streaming that to the internet i don't have the stream on and i can't see you right now so i have no idea what this christmasy suit is oh i bought a holiday suit um it's novelty it's not like real clothing it's like it's made out of some kind of synthetic material the pants like are very weird and stretchy and feel like um like tearaway pants a little bit foreshadowing um the uh you're gonna get full joe bluth later and i'm gonna be excited about it yeah. Uh, All right. Illusion, Jeremy. So uh, let me. Uh, before we get to that, let's see where we're at on our on our total. So we're at six percent. Uh, yeah, we're at five hundred and seventy dollars and seventy-seven cents. Ten point six one percent within the first hour and a half, y'all. Not bad. Um, Thank you, everybody. So for we had we had a couple donations come in uh, before we even got started. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start right from the beginning. Um, uh, first uh, donation today was uh, from Mark R. $20 from Mark R. Thank you, Mark. Um, Jeweled Law uh, donated $50. Oh, thank you, Jeweled Law. Um, yeah. And said that this donation is made on behalf of my dear friend, uh, Shakina Nafak, who is not only a transgender rock star, but also this also happens to be her birthday. So, oh, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Garrity donated $6.69 and oh. said, good luck, Duck Streamers. Oh, thanks, Yay. Josh. That's Josh from the Kingdom Runs podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Shu. Uh, name I see all the time. Uh, thirteen bucks. Go go duck stream. Thank you, Tim. Uh, thirteen briars. Thirty bucks. Thank you, ducks. Yay. Thank you. Forty Freeman Junior. Twenty five bucks. Y'all's are swell. Thank you. You also too are swell. <laughs> Yous yes. are also. Um, Alexander Doug- Douglas McConnell said, uh, "I'm sad. I'm not going to be here for the whole stream. Just know I heart all your faces. Yes, even Jeremy, <laughs> even though he's the worst. That's... It is a fiction that we." <laughs> we, we, have, we, have finally, we have finally put that me and gary have settled our beef or excuse me I, sh- I should be more accurate me and roars have settled my beef, our beef together so. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Zuchocobo donated two dollars. Yeah. Uh, Fullerene donated one hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you very much. Big donation. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Merva donated twenty dollars and eight cents. I assume was trying to get that to some total that didn't yep. work out. Uh, Ides of April, one hundred and fifty dollars and sixty nine cents. Thank you, Ides of April. Holy Big shit. donation. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Cybernaut, ten bucks. Uh, seek donations. Let this land swallow you whole. Souls. Guybrush Balter, twenty five bucks. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, the most recent one currently is Holland Mofo. Uh, 15 bucks. Can't stick around, but thank you for discussing this art house masterpiece of a film. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put that, when we put this up on the actual feed, I'm going to say that Jeremy and Gary discussed this art house masterpiece of a film. <laughs> That's going to be the show notes. <laughs> you guys seen Logan, right? You're going to love this. <laughs> uh, we're really gonna it's people. the same director. It's uh, the same guy. Have, we've got some but I don't know how to check those out. So uh, thanks everyone who who threw uh, some cheers and bits out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's awesome. We got a bunch of subscribers as well. So yeah, thank, thank you very everybody. much, everybody. Um, we're going strong. Like it's uh, no, we're not leaving. So I just saw that my uh, no, my good no, friend just, Caitlin um, subbed with a five dollar sub, and uh, I just want to shout out to her because she's Australian, and uh, they just signed in their their gay marriage, and that's super awesome news. And congratulations, oh, yeah. Caitlin. Yeah. So. Congratulations, Australia, man! Like that is uh, that that is great. That is super that awesome. Is awesome. Um, that is that is super good. Yeah, I have a lot of a lot of the people who I regularly interact with on Twitter are from Australia. Yeah, same. Um, and it was really good to see. That blew up my timeline, like, um, and it was you know good news. So there's a uh, oh, weirdly high percentage of people that have been on Don't Give Up Skeleton from Australia. Like it's bizarre how many people <laughs> that are into souls and that also live in Australia. They have to play the game to escape the gigantic scorpions <laughs> that are about. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin is saying they also removed the requirement for trans kids to have to go to court to get treatment this week. So that's also a victory for Australia, which I, I wasn't quite aware yeah. of. So that's awesome, too. Yeah, go Australia. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, I take back when I watched the Simpsons episode, Bart versus Australia. I used to always side with Bart, and now I side with Australia. Boot that kid. God, that Game so, Boy joke. Kick that 10-year-old. The Game Boy on the plane thing is just one of my favorite jokes of all time. Like, it never wears thin for me. Oh, yeah. Turn it back on. That, turn it back that's on. That's when they go to Japan. <laughs> that's, a, that's when they go to Japan. Oh, my uh, bad. When they go to Australia, the, the frog sneaks back. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frog sneaks to destroy, destroy their land. Um, yeah, and at one point, the dad is like, to boy is seven hundred dollar dues, and that dollar dues joke annoys <laughs> me. Um, yeah, very very funny. Um, cool. So we're we're gonna take a quick break to do some technical stuff. Yeah. Um, Bye, everybody. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Jeremy. I'll be on. I'll be back on Sunday. But uh, you should pay attention to these boys. These all these nice good boys that are going to be entertaining for your amusement. So we will be entertaining and for amusement. Um, later, people people who are watching this who like Days of Future Cast, later I'm going to show the process of doing those theme songs. Like, it's not like it's magic, but I thought that would help kill time. <laughs> so I'm just, being, do- just being brutally honest going- there. I just thought I would help kill time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just thought it would be uh, something, and people express some interest in seeing that. So that's coming later. You'll get to see the entirety of this uh, Days of Future Cast. And Jeremy can live stream recording the opening bumper. Later, yeah. and you can see the entire how the entire sausage is made. I tell you what, later on, later on, I'll stream editing this episode and, and uploading it to Fireside so that uh, it will be. <laughs> 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 It'll be real Man, interesting. People, like, people, 
people love slow twitch like let's get into edit streams like let's get uh i love it let's, yeah let's get some next level stuff <laughs> oh uh, thanks everybody for watching thank you jeremy thank you all um, thanks for participating this bye, thanks Chad. for being part of the uh, network mm-hmm. bye